I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Thursday, December 10th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. The United States recorded 3,049 deaths from COVID-19 Wednesday the highest daily toll of fatalities yet in the pandemic. The horrifying figure comes from Johns Hopkins University, and it exceeds the marker of deaths during the 9-11 terrorist attacks and the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, two of the worst disasters to hit the United States in modern times. Although a vaccine against the virus is poised for FDA approval, public health experts believe that the worst of the pandemic is yet to come. Hospitals across the country are reaching capacity, and epidemiologists say a surge in cases from Thanksgiving gatherings has barely begun to register in the national case count. President Trump and his administration have repeatedly asserted the country is rounding the corner on the pandemic, despite figures getting worse by the day. He just won't quit. President Trump is once more seeking to overturn the results of the 2020 elections. And this time, he's enlisting the help of a lawyer best known for questioning Senator Kamala Harris's citizenship and eligibility to serve as Joe Biden's running mate. In a Wednesday court filing, Trump asked the U.S. Supreme Court to allow him to intervene in a Texas lawsuit seeking to nullify President-elect Biden's clear victory over the sitting president in the 2020 election. Much like other efforts by Trump's lawyers during the post-election legal blitz to cancel Biden's victory, this new lawsuit has little hope of achieving that goal. Underscoring the suit's remote prospects is the lawyer being asked to push it, Chapman University law professor John Eastman. He's already a familiar face for Fox News viewers. He made his biggest media splash this year when he authored a widely panned Newsweek op-ed that engaged in groundless birtherism around Harris. The ludicrous legal challenges to the election of Joe Biden have left two more judges totally bewildered. This time, it's federal judges in Arizona and Wisconsin who tossed the lawsuits filed by Kraken-obsessed Sidney Powell, an ally of Donald Trump, and minced no words about them. The Wisconsin judge, Pamela Pepper, wrote in her dismissal a polite reminder that it's not the job of federal judges to appoint the president of the United States. The Arizona judge, Diane Hamatewa, said Team Trump's allegations were, quote, sorely wanting of relevant or reliable evidence. She went on to say the evidence was, quote, based on anonymous witnesses, hearsay, and irrelevant analysis of unrelated elections. Ooh. Prior to Joe Biden's move into the White House, the presidential residence will receive a much-needed deep-cleaning treatment. There have been over 40 COVID-19 positive people in President Trump's circle, raising questions about the dangers that will be lurking when Biden's team moves in. As recently as Wednesday, Trump appeared without a mask during a Hanukkah party with hundreds of guests at the White House. 
A spokesperson for the General Services Administration told Politico that, since the coronavirus may be able to stick to surfaces, it will deploy a team to, quote, thoroughly clean and disinfect the east and west wings of the White House before Biden's arrival. The building will also undergo so-called disinfectant misting to clean the air after Trump's departure. Someone should probably burn sage, too. You know, just to get rid of any negative energy. New Hampshire Republican Richard Hinch has died just a week after being sworn in as Statehouse Speaker. The news comes after an unspecified number of House Republicans contracted the coronavirus following a 200-person meeting at a ski resort late last month. Deputy House Speaker Sherm Packard said his superior had exhibited cold-like symptoms that he insisted were not related to the coronavirus. Republican State Senate President Chuck Morse, who was sworn in at the same ceremony as Hench, said in a statement that he was heartbroken by the news, adding that they were looking forward to working with each other and had, quote, so many plans for the coming years. SpaceX had a major fail on Wednesday, but treated it like a victory anyway. The aerospace company launched its futuristic starship from its testing facility in Texas, but after climbing eight miles into the sky, the rocket fell back to Earth and exploded. The spacecraft was seen bursting into flames as it hit the ground. Despite the explosion, SpaceX founder Elon Musk insisted that the event was still very much a success. The billionaire wrote in a tweet, quote, Congrats, SpaceX team. Hell yeah. The unmanned rocket was a prototype for the SN8 model, which Musk hopes will eventually transport people between Earth and Mars. All signs point to it not being quite ready for that mission yet. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. 